0: Hey, when is the last time you really talked to God? I mean, you really just opened up your heart, said what you felt, opened up just transparently with maybe even some raw emotion, just cried out to God. He really wants to hear from you. And we're going to get to that in just a moment. First, welcome to Enough for Today I'm Pastor Kerry. This is a new YouTube channel growing in the gospel. I'm really excited about it. I'm so excited about already the good feedback. Um, Subscriptions are growing and some of our folks from Enough for Today have migrated over. And this week is kind of the pre-launch. Monday, July the 10th, we will really hit the ground running. And I'm so excited about new content. Yesterday I recorded the entire done book and we'll be posting the first two or three chapters of that next week. And you can look forward to just not only enough for today, the daily devotions, but an increased flow of Bible teaching and shareable Bible teaching. So uh, I'm just a growing follower of Jesus Christ. I love Jesus. I love people. I love my church. I love helping people understand what the Bible means and why it matters for our lives today. So um, this channel is going to let us develop a community, so I hope you'll stick around because God's word is life changing. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. You can even click the little bell and set your own notification preferences for new posts and uh, share this with some friends that might wanna take the journey with us as we grow in grace. Um, We are in Psalm 81, so turn there quickly. This Psalm, we've, we've come through the first six verses. Which really the first five verses are the kind of the setup, the call to worship. Blow the trumpet; it's time for our solemn feast. It's time to sing and make a joyful noise to God, uh, our strength, our Savior, and it all sets up there. I love what a friend of mine commented yesterday or the day before. Uh, my friend Abigail Brown, and if you know, uh, if you know our church, I've talked about Abigail. I've shared some of her things. Abigail's a friend that suffers with a form of illness called dystonia. And um, this psalm struck her because she's not able right now physically to sing. But here's what she said. She said, God's word doesn't exclude me. It invites me to make a joyful noise. While I may never sing or hum on a stage, I get to sing in my heart out to the Lord privately each day if I choose. I've made it a habit to hum along to certain songs as I go throughout my day. Abigail, thank you for reminding us uh, the privilege it is to worship. And um, I invite you friends to comment, post questions. I'll try to interact as much as I can. That's one thing this channel will do is pull all of our audience to one place where we can interact a little more than I was able to uh, prior. Well, we're picking it up today quickly in verse... Seven. Verse 6, yesterday we said, this is now God talking in verse 6. That it kind of changes. I removed his shoulder from the burden. His hands were delivered from the pots. It's re- referring to God delivering the nation of Israel, the family of Jacob, the family of Joseph, out of slavery. And it's really a picture of who God is. He's a deliverer. He is a burden bearer. He's a burden lifter. And that is the essence of the gospel that we were trapped under the yoke and the bondage of sin forever. We were condemned in the sight of God, but Jesus became a man, God in the flesh, and he came running into this world, into time and space, on a rescue mission with his arms open, and he took sin and death on head-on. And he confronted Satan head on and he went to the cross and he laid down his life and he became sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. He is our hero. He's the hero of all of our stories. If we trust him as Savior, he lifts the burden of sin and the bondage and the yoke of condemnation and ultimately death and he gives us new life and new hope and eternal life, and he's preparing a place for us, and he's coming back to receive us to himself, and we are, we, we're we we're a part of his family, and we're a part of his kingdom, and we get to serve him and know him and, and enjoy a friendship with him. And it, I mean, it's just unbelievable all the ways that God blesses us out of that what Jesus called the new birth. Well, uh, God removes burdens, delivers us from slavery. Now pick it up in verse seven. Thou callest in trouble and I delivered thee. I answered thee in the secret place of thunder. I proved thee at the waters of Meribah, Selah. Now let's break this down for just a few minutes. I'm just checking time. We're doing okay. First of all, thou callest in trouble. Isn't that the essence of salvation? You can't be saved. You can't have eternal life until you understand you're in trouble because of your sin and that you're condemned with God and that you need a judicial declaration from the courtroom of the universe. You need the, the king of heaven, the judge of the universe, to write you a, 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 a dismissal of charges and exoneration. How does he do that? He does that based on the shed blood and the death of Jesus Christ in your place his substitutionary death for you. And you receive that as a gift. Thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. And how do you receive that? You call on him. You believe and you cry out. For with the heart, man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. I made that decision when I was eight years old. I cried out to Jesus and said, would you come into my heart and life and save me? And he did. And he's changed my life. 46 years of walking with him. He's proven himself. To be a a wonderful Savior and Lord and Master and Guide and Provider and Protector and Father and Faithful Friend. So, my friend, if you've never called on Him for that new birth, uh, recognize you're in trouble without Him and call, and He will. He's ready to hear from you. You might feel weird praying, you might feel a little awkward, but get used to it. He's listening, He's ready, He's eager to answer your prayer. But let me talk to you if you're already a believer. Thou callest to me in trouble. When's the last time you called to God when you were in trouble? Now, don't only call to him when you're in trouble. Talk to him all the time. But especially when you're in trouble, he doesn't, he, he doesn't mind hearing from you. He wants to hear from you. So what trouble are you bearing? What problems are you facing? What struggles are you carrying or dealing with? Call when you're in trouble. And he says, he's a deliverer. I delivered thee. Then look at what he says. I answered thee in the secret place of thunder. The secret place of thunder is uh that's a that's a dense concept okay thunder is is an intimidating experience last night as we were drifting off to sleep there was this rolling thunder coming through connecticut and it's just an imposing feeling and i was even thinking about this verse knowing i was going to be talking about it today uh just the idea that god is in those places of thunder in our lives when something is rumbling something is unfolding that we don't totally understand and just so much bigger than us. God knows God's there. God's bigger than whatever's rumbling in your life. And he's going to answer you. He's going to be with you. He's going to protect you. This is who he is. So he says, I, uh, you called me in trouble. I delivered you. Uh, you, I answered you in those secret, intimidating places, those deep, lonely, dark times of life that are rolling with intimidation and and seemingly overwhelming power in your lives. But then he says, and I love this, and we'll pause here for today. I proved you at the waters of Meribah. What were the waters of Meribah? Well, you can read about this in Exodus. Oh, let me see if I can see it really quick. I should have looked this up beforehand. Um, Exodus, Exodus, Exodus. Uh, I'm not seeing it. I'm sorry. I want to say, I'm not even going to guess. Anyway children of israel wandering the wilderness complaining short on water and they're they're actually saying is really is god in the wilderness is he with us here in this desolate desert of a place this dry barren how are we going to survive here and god tells moses go and strike the rock that rock and watch what I'm about to do. And Moses goes and tells the people, watch what God's going to do. And God literally brings water from a rock. I mean, it's the most mind-blowing thing in the middle of the Sinai Desert where there's no water, uh, a miracle, a miraculous provision. And God was saying to these people, I hear you're complaining. I hear your murmuring. I see your bad attitude. I see your scorn and your cynicism and your grumbling and your discontent, and your doubt, and your faithlessness, and I'm going to show you my provision in spite of your bad attitude. I talked about this a little bit on Sunday. There have been times in my life where I was up against a challenge, and I prayed or cried out to God, and I kind of had a bad spirit. (laughs) You did this to me, God. Uh, Why are you allowing this? What are you doing? How long? Why? And, you know, I'm not saying that having a bad spirit is a good thing. I'm saying God can take it. I'm saying God loves you and he's so gracious. He's like a loving parent who absorbs the barbs of a, of a of a scornful teenager because of perfect love. Now, he may chasten you. He may deal with your attitude while he's at it. But you can talk openly and brutally, honestly with God. He already knows your heart. So anything other than just raw honesty is fakery and uh, pride. And God resists the proud. So really to know God is hearing you, you've got to just open up and be really honest anyway. But what God is saying is, I was there in the desert in those dry places when you were even doubtful and faithless, and you were even uttering your your doubts. And I I can do anything. I can bring water from a rock. I can bring a paycheck from out of nowhere. I can... I can put money into your account that you don't even know the source of. I can do anything. Taking care of your needs is no problem for God. I said Sunday, God is not worried about your problems. He is not challenged by your weaknesses. He is waiting for you to call out to him. Why? Because he is a deliverer. He is a provider. He is generous. He is lavishly loving. So my friend, meditate on this today. What a great verse. Thou callest to me in trouble, I delivered thee. I answered thee in the secret place of thunder. I proved thee at the waters of Meribah. If you've never trusted Jesus, call out to him and ask him to save you. If you have, call out to him with whatever is burdening you today. Be sure to drop a comment, be sure to share, be sure to subscribe, uh, and uh, have a great day today. Think about these things. We'll pick it up here tomorrow. Take care.